not totally not worth it, man. Nope, and and, and it. it's wide open for season three, and I hope that never comes out. Hello and welcome to the bottom of the internet. This is another dead pixel. My name is Nick, and I'll be your host for the proceedings. Uh, here with me tonight, uh, it's the man that sold you toilet paper off the back of a truck during the pandemic. It's Joe. Joe, how you doing tonight? We've already talked about the whole toilet paper pandemic thing. I didn't have to worry about it because I you had already had bought all of it. Yes. Yeah. So it we really didn't like. Nah, man. I was the guy who hoarded things before the pandemic happened. And then while everyone was freaking out, I was just like, yeah, the prepper lifestyle really paid off for me, man. Uh, <laughs> How much did you mark up the toilet paper before you sold it to people? Oh, dude, what are you talking about? You don't mark it. You don't sell it to people. You hold on to that shit, you know, literally, because you're just like, you need to make sure that when the whole world, you know, it's like when the apocalypse happens, you need to have cases of the cases of that in your attic. Uh, and so therefore you'll be safe. You know, toilet paper is going to be one of the first things because you, you realize it's like, you know, you could books only can go so far. Okay. <laughs> yeah. You, it does have other uses, uh, too. Okay. So you're just going to deny that you ever sold uh, you ever scalped toilet paper to people like, okay, that's fine. That's fine. Uh, I did contemplate my GPU at one point though. I'm like, wow, I can sell this GPU for the entirety of my build. Uh, but no, I just, I, I, I thought I you can't. were talking about using your GPU as toilet paper. I was like, dude, that's not really, it's not really very just, smart. It's, it's like people who it. buy a console and smash it in day one, right in front of the line waiting for it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> this uh, GPU is shit. Literally. Um, yeah. I, I remember that reminds me of the Tosh.0, uh, seed where I think that like when that the iPad one, when the iPad one, the first iPad came out. They sent it to him, and he was like, he'd, he'd been talking about it, saying it was stupid, I think. And they sent it to him for free, and he, like, recorded himself destroying it. He, oh, he, stand, he stands it, if I remember correctly, he stands it up on the conference table, hits it with a golf club, like, just tees off with it, just completely, just right, <laughs> and he goes, and he's like, I didn't even turn it on. And he's like, some nerd out there probably just had a heart attack. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> yeah, that's an early Tosh point. Oh, geez, man. Yeah, that's the, uh, that's one of the ones I remember though. Oh man. Um, so besides that, uh, how are you doing tonight? Doing pretty good. Yeah, things are going smoothly. I mean, we're getting ready for the holiday season coming up here around the corner. Uh, so yeah, early shout outs to uh to some of my friends and family out there having birthdays coming up. My little my little girl, um, her birthday is coming up. Uh, good buddy of mine. Uh, I'm just gonna out, out, out him, Kenny. Uh, yeah, he he just had his birthday, so yeah, a lot of people. The, the fall time is, I guess, uh, people get bored in the spring and then they just get busy, and then come fall, just all the babies come out because I have at least 10 friends who have October, November birthdays. Uh, it's just it's kind of crazy that and their moms too, like their, their parents, like all this family, just nothing but birthdays in October, November, so. Yeah, I mean, and I then have, for me, all my like family that. seems to kick it in December. So, like they, they, uh, yeah. they, they die. <laughs> yeah, they. I have a. It's December is a pretty pretty much a downer for my family, but there's not many of them left, so it's okay. <laughs> so you don't have to worry about that for much longer. Okay. Uh, anyway, I'm doing good too, and uh, <laughs> no, I um, 
I've already, so like next week's Thanksgiving and uh, I've already been to two Thanksgivings. Uh, actually, we actually had two yesterday, one for work and we had an employee Thanksgiving and uh, the, 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 the VP, the head of, of our department or our, our section of the company, um, he made uh, three uh, fry, like deep fried turkeys and seasoned them. And it was really, it was really awesome. Uh, so it was plenty of turkey and they got like brisket and, um, and, and ham and stuff like that. So it was, uh, along with the, the other fixings, other fixings and stuff. Um, so that was really cool. And then so that was for like literal lunch. And then, um, later that day, uh, the, this church group I'm a part of, they decided to have their Thanksgiving dinner on the same time. So, so I, uh, I was, uh, enlisted, I was drafted to, to make my famous, uh, sweet potato casserole. So I made that and brought that over and everybody made some dishes. So I had two Thanksgiving dinners in one day. Uh, I was very, uh, very, very full at the end of the day, but it was pretty awesome. And then, um, can have real Thanksgiving hopefully next week. Um, but, uh, going to go visit some friends or some friends of friends rather. Um, do you guys, how, how do you guys do Thanksgiving? Do you guys go all out for it or kind of low key? Uh, generally low key. Cause we're way friends and family. Uh, you know, most, uh, the few friends that are within driving distance is like, we're talking about three hours or so, Yeah. Uh, but they usually end up spending it with their families. And so, yeah, that's, you know, like our friend, uh, especially since, um, uh, my wife got stuck having to work uh, Black Friday this this year just because her company needs a few people on staff, and she she's relatively new at that uh, at her it's a new job for her, and so she's like, yeah, uh, couldn't use a floating holiday because everyone else already claimed it, so we're uh, uh... kind of drew that short straw. So some of the other family like, you should drive up and visit us, and I'm like, I'm not driving like six hours just to do a couple hour stints with two small children in the car. I'm like, no, you can, I told, I, I told them before they no, And then they're like, yeah, you should, you should do it. I'm like, no, it's easy you for can, you to you guys say, can just burn. Uh, it's like, I'm, it's really freaking hard for me. Like, yeah, that's just, that's just too much. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I think that like, uh, I've worked at companies where they did not have the day after Thanksgiving as a holiday. They had like a floating holiday or whatever that you could take off. But you couldn't do like uh, some other part, the, but the place I'm at right now, they just make think the day after Thanksgiving a holiday. Like I don't know, like whatever they do to make that happen, but they make that happen, and that's like that's like the best thing because it's like there's you're not gonna go to Thanksgiving and then come back to work the next day. It just it just doesn't it just doesn't make sense. Like yeah, Black well, Friday my, uh... is pretty much its own holiday. Well, luckily, my wife's uh, job, they're like, well, you can't, like, she, she just went ahead and she's like, could I use that floating holiday for um, my anniversary? It's like, not a really official holiday, but it'd be nice. And they're like, yeah, sure. You know, so they were at least able to work that out. Because if you don't use your floating holidays by end of year, uh, you lose them. So yeah. uh, they were, they're, they're cool about that. And yeah, it's just, you know, I've had other jobs where they, like, my last one did not uh, give us Christmas Eve off. They're like, nah, uh, we, you know, the, it was a Japanese company and the, uh, the second in charge of the building, uh, she's an American, but she's like, 
uh she's like i'm not christian so i don't care <laughs> it's like we're like wow not even like taking christianity out of it like wow people like to travel and spend time and generally as a whole like people have that time off so it's kind of nice to just spend time with family it doesn't matter what religion you're on but like i mean that to be your excuse i and mean then they, then they'd go oh yeah here's columbus day off and we're like what <laughs> like Christmas Eve, I, I get that it's not actually Christmas and blah, 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 but like you need to give at least, you need to give at least a half day for Christmas Eve because like the whole country shuts down for 24 hours at least. You need to have a chance to go get any last groceries, any, you know, extra gas, whatever you need before you really cannot get anything for a full 24 hours because like everything. I don't know about where you are, but it feels like every single thing is shut down that you could actually need, um, except for emergency services, which you don't want to have to use. But yeah, I, I, I think Christmas Eve is also another one of those where it's like, yeah, this one kind of needs to be at least a couple hours extra that you get to go um, and yeah. have some time. Don't worry, though. It's on a Saturday this year. So fun. Uh. <laughs> yeah anyway so that's enough about uh our judgments on uh the correct holidays to take um besides that I'm, i mean i'm doing pretty good you got anything else cool you want to share with, with everyone uh I, nothing to beat your uh deep fried you know turkeys i mean my my company went ahead and uh my the vp just bought a serrano ham or lamp or like the serrano uh leg of uh lamb i think it is yeah uh from costco so just you know it's if you ever seen it just giant hunk of meat it's essentially what prosciutto is made out of and okay. then we're just a giant knife and we're just cutting away at work uh we we all kind of took turns throughout the day just to slice off a bit for the, like for the office and continued to you know after after work we just all just got really drunk um yeah. pretty good <laughs> that's that's a real employee thanksgiving right there uh, just just yeah it pork was just, and, that's just like a normal friday <laughs> pork and beer that's all you really want <laughs> uh but yeah no it was uh, that was pretty nice and uh yeah i don't know man i haven't had a deep fried bird since korea and the farmer's markets used to have that so you sit down there and order get some alcohol out of your you know picnic table and they just be like, yeah, just give me a whole, you know, deep fried chicken. And you and your friends would just dig into it and be like, man, this makes me feel disgusting. Let's order two more and a whole new round of drinks. <laughs> yeah, I, I think I've had one before, but I I think it was just served to me and no one made it like a thing about it. Um, in fact, I'm pretty sh I'm almost positive I have. But uh, this one was really well seasoned uh, with like some kind of Creole seasoning on the outside um it was really good uh, so i definitely will be having some more if i get a chance cool, but, cool. go ahead yeah so all right no i'll let you take it away with the news man yeah man so i don't have too much news as i mean there's some stuff but not all of it seems very important to me um so i kind of just picked through some things that i thought were interesting not too long after our last uh podcast uh, two weeks ago um this was on november ninth that this news kind of broke um mick gordon who did the soundtrack for doom eternal and i think maybe the first uh doom reboot but i can't be sure but anyway he definitely did the soundtrack for doom eternal um he came out with a statement uh about some of the 
um, the wrongs as he perceived them uh, that were stated about his work on the soundtrack. Um, so I didn't really know about this. I, I kind of heard about it, but I didn't. I didn't. Um, I, I wasn't really keeping up with video game news as as well as I am now back then. But back in 2020, uh, when Doom Eternal came out. There's a big kerfuffle with the soundtrack. Do you remember any of that that was going on at the time? Um. So wasn't that the, uh, there was a, all right, now I might be completely off the mark. I thought there was someone who, uh, a third party person or someone like that who, who wasn't getting paid their full rights or what they were supposed to be getting paid. I believe that was some sort of issue. Yeah, that that would be Mick Gordon. So, so, so a lot of this has kind of already been alleged and said before, um, and he just came out with, uh, I think, uh, Video Games Chronicle said it was fourteen thousand word document um, on his side of the story, and to read it, I, d I did poke through it a little bit, and it is legit. It is a legit, like you know, almost a a, a legal. Um, testimony type of document uh with how detailed and precise it is um but anyway so so back in 2020 doom eternal comes out and um people are pissed about the about the soundtrack because it uh i, I, try, I tried to look up the the before and after but i couldn't really find anything um on the surface level of of google or, or youtube um that was that showed you know exactly how bad it was but apparently it was uh, very poorly mixed um and and finished out so so a lot of people were mad and they said stuff and then um the the director there um at id uh he th basically threw mick gordon under the bus um he has a big long reddit uh, uh post about it that i didn't read um but uh, but apparently he kind of throws him under the bus. Uh, and so, so Mick Gordon has come out uh, with his document, um, kind of trying to set the record straight. The long and short of it sort of is that he um, kind of explained how being paid to make music works. So basically when you, uh, like when you make music, let's say you make uh, uh, 10 minutes of music and the company that is paying you decides to only use five minutes of that music, then you get paid for five minutes of music that actually makes it in. So that's that's the deal. He's fine with that. That's it, just you're just not going to be happy with everything that you make. So that's the way it goes. Um, so uh, Mick Gordon said that that uh, he made the music for the game, and then it was butchered um in the in the editing by a by another engineer that he didn't even know was working on it um at the same time and uh and then so whenever it came out he was like kind of mad about that but also he noticed that that uh the whole soundtrack was like four hours and and 20 minutes or four hours and so many minutes um but he had only been paid for uh two hours and 20 something minutes worth of of music. So he was like, I have not been paid for a bunch of music that you guys ended up using. Part of the contract is I get paid for that. Um, so, so, uh, that's kind of 
part of it. Um, he also says that he was offered six figures. Um, I don't think he went into exactly or he got much closer than that, but somewhere in the six figures um, amount of money he was offered to keep his mouth shut and not to discuss any any of uh, of uh, his side of the story um, after the director at id um, kind of threw him under the bus. So um, I, I guess he, I don't know if he took that money. I, I would assume not if he's talking about it now, because I imagine that that would have been, a, that would, that money would have come with a big fat NDA. Um, but uh, anyway, so I thought it was pretty interesting. It's definitely a really good insight into, into uh, how the, how the music side of video games works. Um, and I was, I was kind of just glad to see somebody kind of lay it out in a very, um, methodical format rather than just like three, uh, tweeted photos of an essay or something like that. So anyway, um, it, it was definitely interesting, but have you like, uh, you, have you heard anything more, um, or do you remember anything more about that time? No, like I said, it's, uh, it wasn't until you just mentioned it. I'm like, that's why it, I was, it was so hazy. I'm like, I kind of remember this going down originally and I, you know, about the whole mixing issue and debacle and like, it was, it was ugly. Uh, but I don't remember, I couldn't even remember the outcome to be honest. So it was just like, it was just hot news for a little bit and then it kind of went away. And, uh, so I, yeah, I just completely slipped my mind. Um, yeah. So yeah, unfortunately, I wish I was more knowledgeable on this matter, but I'm yeah, I, th I think that is kind of what happened is like, cause the YouTube videos I was looking at from, you know, two years ago were kind of saying what, what Mick Gordon ended up saying officially later or, or just now they were kind of like using conjecture and I guess rumors to sort of already get a good part of the picture. So I, I don't know. I, I'm kind of wondering if maybe there's some kind of legal action that he had to go through. Um, that and of course that always takes a long time before he could officially speak out or or what. What anyway. So uh, that's kind of a, a kerfuffle. I'm kind of a. I think I, the the thing that really triggered me on it was I saw a Reddit post from Bethesda, I believe, where they it's it's like a picture and it's kind of nice font but it's, a, it's just a picture of a paragraph. Um, and there they kind of say what Mick Gordon is saying is not what rep we represent, blah, blah, blah you know, corporate speak. So I was like, ah, I'm not even going to read that. But I was like, I, I was wondering, it's like, I'm wondering, well, okay. So what did he say? So I started digging, but anyway, um, we'll continue to monitor that situation. Um, and, uh, probably talk about it again, uh, in some one of our end of the year categories, um, I think it's, I think it might, might be a, uh, a candidate for biggest shit show, but, uh, you never know. Um, okay. So anyway, moving on, uh, this story, uh, this next story is, um, a bit different. Volition, um, uh, is, uh, planning to become part of Gearbox, um, um, apparently in light of the disappointing reception that the new saints row received. Um, I don't really know. I don't really know why, exactly why they would need to become part of gearbox, but, but that, it, that seems to be the reasoning is that they were not happy with, uh, how saints row performed. And so they're going to, um, uh, I guess they're being bought out or they're working on a deal sort where they could 
get more funds uh, for for their next projects. Um, but they're going to do that. Uh, and I, I mean, I think it's kind of weird. Um, like I thought Saints Row was was good. I thought it was I thought it was it was fine. Um, I didn't I didn't dislike really any part of it. I had fun, but I, I guess maybe it was more expensive to make and maybe didn't sell as well as they wanted. Yeah, I know the um, their pre-release stuff uh, wasn't. They didn't come out swinging really well on the pre the marketing beforehand. Uh, other, you know, I've mentioned how I've had some serious jank with the multiplayer and some of the main campaign stories, uh, where like you know. But then again, I'm playing on hardware it probably shouldn't even be on. You know, it's yeah. like they should have they should have probably made a made it a quote unquote current gen only, uh, because I'm still playing it on uh, PS4. And it wasn't really optimized for that at all. So uh, I can see that being, you know, it's kind of it's kind of on me for that. And you know what? It's fine. I still had fun playing it. Uh, it was just I did not finish it. Uh, I don't know if I'm ever actually going to finish it, at least no, no time soon. Hopefully, if the multiplayer starts working, then I'll, I'll be glad to jump back in on that. Uh, so uh, the Gearbox, article... I guess, of all the people to, to partner or to be with, I think that's a good fit, though. Uh, you know, they got similar uh, aesthetics when it comes to humor and over the top pop culture referencing. And uh, yeah, I think that's th th there's most definitely worse uh, groups to be, you know, to be working with. I mean, the only one better might be is if they were able to like team up with like Devolver, but Devolver is so unique in a lot of ways. I mean, so yeah, yeah I, I, that's a really good point. I didn't think of um, Gearbox is right up their alley, they are kind of making. They're already kind of making sort of similar type humor games and stuff. Um, the The only thing that, that I kind of wonder about is like Gearbox really hasn't made anything that I would consider good in a long time. Um, the new Borderlands, that was, was that good? Did that just come up and go away? Or that's kind of the feeling I got from it. And then. Uh, Borderlands three. I knew enough people who played it, and uh, but I know that they've. I didn't, there's that spinoff, um, the new Tiny Tina. Uh, I can't remember which. There's two different uh, D and D themed ones. One was for the pr uh, prior game, mm -hmm. and then they had their own spinoff for the newer one. I think it was. Uh, I don't. I think that one might have been Tiny Tina's Wonderland. Oh, okay. Uh, and so that looked neat. Uh, I was interested in it. Never got around to it. But then again, Randy Pitchford's such a <laughs> uh very not such a good face for the company <laughs> so it's kind of hard to be associated with uh anything like you don't really want that as your face of your company uh he loves medieval you know, times yeah for sure right That's and magic true. loves that magic loves uh, <laughs> so yeah that's that's the thing so i think I don't know. Uh, you can do fun crossover stuff, and usually, uh, Volition was very self-aware with in Saints Row about the things that made them funny, or you know. So the next Saints Row, if they ever, you know they'll make a new game, uh, you know, and then you'll have a um, claptrap in it. Sure, you know. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that'd be fine. I mean, yeah, you could you could mix and match and have some cameos and stuff like that. Um, yeah, I hope that they do make another one uh, and kind of. Uh, Maybe someone can throw a bit more money or um, know how behind it uh, and they can get uh, a good, a good funny story out of it. Cause I think everything else is pretty much is, is good. is fine. 
the gameplay and stuff was good and really the story wasn't wasn't bad but maybe something with a bit more a bit more meat might be good but anyway so that's it for um for the the news on volition um but i think uh i think you had something that you wanted to share with us as well oh yeah well i mean the new uh the new 4080s just came out so uh the the new nvidia rtx 4080 graphics cards uh everything that came out about them all the reviews and such are saying they're solid cards uh the only problem is it's really hard to look past that price that premium 1200 you know yeah 1200 price yeah. and because of that uh you know if you're comparing it to uh you know the 3080 3090 you know this is doing it's holding its own really well it's it's a great uh specs you know stats alone uh you know it's still a beefy size card it's but it's like the same size as the 4090 right uh you know runs less power uh runs actually a lot of tests are showing it's running less power than the uh 3080 actually so the 4080 is running less power on average uh it's running cooler because it's a three slot uh or at least the founder's edition is so, a three slot card design. I thought the whole thing with these cards is that they were supposed to be power hogs and and run and run with a, like a lot more power. But you're saying it's actually running with that this 48 is running. With it less. has so it comes with the warning. It's like yeah, this is this is your normal specs, but under load, uh, it's showing. A lot of tests are showing that it's actually running pretty decent. Um, so it's okay. you know despite it, despite it having the upper limit that it could hit, it's not really pushing it right now. And okay. Yeah, you're running able to run things really confident. The only problem is when you're looking at the price jump between like a 3080 and the 4080. You know, when you're looking at percentages wise, you're like, well, you know, it's like, and how much you're you're getting for your dollar. You might as well spend an extra 400 to get the the 4090, and uh... you'll be getting, you know, it's like 20. I'm gonna get the numbers wrong. It's like 20 percent more. Uh, uh price for like 30 plus more percent uh performance really so you're so getting okay so it, it almost in hindsight makes the uh 4090 look like a better deal and but after looking at all these numbers and you're you know you realize uh that canceled uh 4080 that are the unreleased one mm -hmm. that you know like yeah that was a smart move on them because they were really going to shoot themselves in the foot otherwise um uh, no, there's nothing bad about this card I've heard so far, except for the price. I mean, so everyone seems to be really happy about it. Just the price is terrible. I kind of wonder so. if they're if they finally figured out, hey, like we can get people to jump and buy our most expensive card if we price this forty eighty at a at a place where it's just like, well, I may as well, and I may as well, and it's really not as good. I get more bang for my buck if I jump up to the most expensive card. I think they just know that people will people it's, will pay. It's a little bit of that, but I mean the thing, is, the problem is they're selling cards, these cards at pandemic prices, and yeah. the you know it's like the pandemic isn't like that. Those situations aren't uh, here like they were before. I mean, uh, it's a bet. The mining, yeah, it's it's a bet, uh, but uh, that, that that they're making a gamble, um, and. You know, we'll like we'll see, but I I kind of hope that that they're wrong, and that uh, you know, for our sake in the future, that they're wrong, and that people are not going to buy these cards in the numbers that they are hoping. Um, 
though if there is a time, a good time to do this for them, it is right now after the market has been starved and people have been waiting and waiting and waiting. How many people are going to be like, I just like, I have, I have the money and I've been waiting so long for a new card. I just want a new card and they're going to go out and get it. But um, that's what I'm hoping AMD's card will be, will be not a disaster. It'll be at least, you know, good or worth the money or the, the a good price or a good a good uh, value for price. So, uh, yeah, it, it's yeah. I think it's uh, too much. You know, it too depends, much it's all everyone's use case is going to be different. Uh, I think for the average gamer uh, who doesn't need necessarily need the most elite and top tier, I mean, AMD is going to provide you a very good option. Uh, if you have a thirty series card, there's pretty much no need for anyone to upgrade. Uh, to the 40 series unless if there's a specific key feature that new card specifically that you'd need um or but for the average person uh, like myself i'm i'm not going to uh upgrade and i might you know my 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 wife's system is uh has that 70 uh 790 in it so you know but we only she's only running two uh 1080p monitor it's a 970 uh, Seven ninety. I'm sorry. Oh yeah, I'm. I'm sorry. Yes, nine seventy, yeah. not seven ninety. Yeah. Uh, I had. I had. The, I had the seven. I had the seven eighty back in the dates, but yeah. Um, yeah, those. Ones. So yeah, that's no the nine seventy. I'm sorry. Uh, that one is that card is uh, long in the tooth, uh, but it's it's doing exactly what we needed to do, and we're not really, you know, the games that she plays. You know, we're not really too graphics in, intensive, and she doesn't really care. Uh, but I would like to upgrade her to something else. But if anything, I might just. You know, I'll have to do a whole new system at that point, and yeah. I might just do a, an old, you know, like someone's used a thirty, you know, thirty series card, and just be done with it. You know. Yeah, I think, I think where you just want to get um, is four K sixty, and beyond that, I mean, there's people, there's always people who are going to want, you know, one hundred and twenty, two hundred and forty hertz, uh, but but to me, I think. I think 4K 60 is like if you can get a card that can handle that, then that's really as a gamer all you really need for this generation. Uh, I still think 4K is unnecessary. Um, I'm running uh, 1440, and you know you can run that at you know um, 120, 144 hertz, and that's that's great. Yeah. I'm I'm loving my. I mean. Yeah, it's it you know, four K is nice, but it depends if you're you know, like what you have then you have to worry about the display. Uh honestly, I think the next series of cards, um, you know, because you'll have the new display port, you'll have the new H you know, like uh in hopefully the new AMDs have the new display ports in them, but can they actually push it to the limit of actually needing that? Probably not, you know, is my guess. You so mean it's like not to the next series of cards two years from now. Like you mean like that, you mean like to 8K and stuff? Yeah, um, yeah it's that's... well 8K or the 4K at, at higher refresh rates. Uh, that's the really th- you know, or and also the color. Um, mm. You know the the higher bit rate color for the color scheme. Like you're better off uh, if you're really concerned about all that. Then yeah, the next generation of cards uh, are the way to go Always. because then all the monitors are also because not all monitors are have even upgraded to the HDMI 2.1 yet. So you can't really optimize on a lot of that. So it's just like, I feel like everything's just a little laggy, a little bit behind. Um, 
and yeah so it's it's a big it's expensive to upgrade all that crap man yeah uh, yeah it's insanely that's that's what it, that's the game that's how they get you um but yeah i, mean, I am coincidentally i have a 4k tv but that's it's a couple years old i can game on it just fine with my current you know 3080 uh but i can't do anything you know, like and it can't be pushed that much farther but my tv doesn't go that far so it doesn't matter so i'm good you yeah. know and then i have my monitor my which i said 1440 um and that does just fine so i'm good i i honestly don't have to worry about much else and that's why that 970 the old computer uh it still does good. to 1080 1080 does good yeah it does i still i still have that card it's it's fine it's not gonna blow it's not gonna blow your socks off but but like on on older games especially um it does it does really well but yeah anyway all right we'll we'll see how that goes i'm i'm really not impressed um with nvidia's offerings this time around just because of the price i'm just like ah that's just it's just so much money um but yeah uh jensen saying moore's law is dead is a great way to um to kind of prep the audience to be like hey Stuff is going to be more expensive because we're making it more expensive. Yeah, and deal with it. Uh, so fucking deal I with th- it. Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. So I guess uh, since you're talking about old games, I'll quick I'll I'll kick us off with what we've been playing. Uh, so I recently, uh, I think it was last month, uh, PlayStation offered Super Hot as a one of their free games and i had a few i had like an hour and a half to kill two hours so i i just jumped in and start to finish just completed it and it's, it's a great game i love it uh though i re- i don't know if i talked about it on here before i know i've spoken about the game many a times both the vr and the um their uh the expansion yeah i think last last time you talked about it was about a year ago uh <laughs> and uh it was uh it was about the expansion yeah not the so game. the what they did is I re I realized when I was updating some stuff from my PlayStation that Superhot got an update. I'm like, oh, interesting, and it was really weird because they updated it to cut out. They actually edited their own game as a censorship kind of thing, where they any any scenes that might indicate you doing uh, harm to yourself. Uh, they removed and i was like wait a minute that's really really weird uh they just they have a little like patch note saying you know essentially we're sorry the this is unnecessary uh we could do we should do better blah 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 and i'm like it seemed to come out of flipping nowhere and i I looked it up and uh apparently had you know it had been patched for a while i just hadn't updated my you know console and it was just like there was no indication of why they did this. It almost seemed like I hope this isn't the case, but like maybe someone in their uh a part of the development team had someone who like unfortunately had like a uh a tragic end or something like that in which it made them rethink their uh, evaluation of the you know their game because the whole concept is like in the original super hot is like my they you know they tell you a little bit it's a meta but it's like you know like your mind is software and the body's not real and it's very much a a matrix-esque kind of concept or very uh those old 
uh, cyberpunk, you know, you know, thoughts. And it's yeah, it's really you know to the point where you see yourself in game, but you're not really the person you think you are, and you can literally hop your mind between bodies. So I don't know. Just for them to have like, there's a point in the VR game where in order to exit this area, you have to exit the game, but you there's you there's no one there's no way to do it. So you shoot yourself essentially is what it is, and it was like that was a neat thought because it's like wait is this right am i weird for thinking this and i don't know it's kind of made the game what it was it was just but by changing those aspects or like one of them is you have to walk like they kind of do a couple scenes like that and i don't know just it's it seems really weird for them to censor themselves that way without a better explanation of other than we need to do better and like it wasn't like a huge backlash because it was years after the fact that it came out so uh, like I said, I tried looking it up, couldn't find anything else on it. But the original game, I still love it. It was, it's if you have an hour and a half, two hours to kill, uh, you very doable. Uh, it's a fun puzzle action game, and yeah, it's just I, I uh, it's it's a quick fix, uh, and I like going back to it. Apparently, about once a year. <laughs> <laughs> so the yearly, the annual replay of Super Hot. I mean, yeah, it's just like you know, fall season, right? And then then comes Die Hard for Christmas. So, uh, yeah. yeah. I mean, you you reenact the die in the you you reenact the elevator scene uh, from Die Hard Three, so in in Super Hot. Okay. Uh, yeah. I don't remember Die Hard Two or Three. Three's but... with Samuel L. Jackson. Yeah, yeah. I never. I don't think I ever saw it actually. Well, that's that's a shame on you then for that one. But I've seen Die Hard One. I'm looking forward to watching it this Christmas. So that'll be fun. It is a Christmas movie. I don't care what people say because it's a wonderful life. Same thing. It's it's like, if you're going to say it's a wonderful life, it's a Christmas movie. I'm um, like, it's only Christmas because it takes place in Christmas. Just like Die Hard. Just like Gremlins. In fact, just yeah, like Gremlins Die Hard, is also just a Christmas like, movie. Just like Gremlins. <laughs> um, I, I mean, tangent, but I, I kind of think like, it's fine to make, it's fine to make Die Hard a Christmas movie because there's not really very many action movies that you can watch around Christmas that are or that are set around Christmas. So, you know, Die Hard set around that time. Yeah, it's L.A. It's hot, but it's like, fuck it, just let's watch Die Hard because we need an excuse to watch Die Hard. You don't need an excuse. You're right. You're right. <laughs> it we just becomes just, tradition. You should just turn this podcast off and watch Die Hard. <laughs> All right, uh, yeah. So, um, uh, on uh, see, other than that, I played a little bit of um, uh, the new uh, Pentiment uh, game by Obsidian Games. Recently came on Game Pass and released like everywhere else. Uh, if you don't remember what this one is, this is that really interesting two D uh, like art style. It's like a, an adventure game. Uh, it almost looks like the Monty Python cartoon skits. <laughs> it's like uh i think it's supposed to be modeled after like renaissance painting and renaissance art, art. actually yeah. it's supposed to be real legit art but no it's just i think for pop culture reference most people understand money python uh uncultured and it has, swine <laughs> i i sp i spent a i spent a handful of, you know time on this game uh all pretty early still uh they it's really fucking wordy, dude. I mean, uh, I know a lot of people are loving it, and I'm like, but the beginning portion is just a slog. <laughs> they people, give you a glossary. 
people have been hyped like, for it. Oh, dude, people love it. I mean, and honestly, it's it's I can see where it's going, but I haven't gotten to the point where it gets good. Like I had, I was playing it for a while, lots of reading, lots of like, all right, trying to figure out. All right, this is I'm I'm piecing things together. I'm like, okay, I think I can. I think I know where this is heading. They they do a lot of um visual novel choose your own adventure like i'm gonna build my character's backstory Mm -hmm. and you can see how i'm like oh this is probably gonna play out there'll be scenarios like this where this will come in handy like you know i study like my my hobbies in or like in uh, college were you know to go to um i studied religion or speech or something like that you know i'm i was really good at you know calculations and stuff like that so like okay depending on what i pick i bet something's gonna happen where this will come in clutch later uh, or I went I went to study in like Italy or you know in Germany. I'm like okay, so I'm betting that those kind of backgrounds will also help out. And yeah, it's a lot of buildup. I just haven't gotten to the domino portion of it where you like start hitting it and watching all all the pieces move. So uh, unfortunately, I had to leave the computer for a bit. And then I thought I would have saved uh, because I thought it would auto saved, and apparently it didn't. Uh, uh... I was I was already a couple scenes over like new new areas yeah. i made a bunch of bunch of choices personal choices for my character and then when i went back it rebound everything and i'm like oh man i just didn't feel like having to go through all that man, again i mean it wouldn't like probably wouldn't have taken thing. too much longer if i just hammered on the buttons and remembered my exact choices but still it was just like it was kind of deflated me a little bit i'm like all right i'll get back to this game later it has a lot of potential um but it also has a lot of fucking reading. <laughs> yeah, that, it's just like this is again yeah. that's been on my radar. Not really because I like saw the trailer and really was like, oh, I really want want to play this just out of my own mind. But just because of what everyone's been saying about it, it's like, okay, this looks like a cool thing to try at least. So I do want to give it a shot. Um, I haven't had too much time to to play uh, games because there's a lot of stuff out right right uh, right now. But I'm looking forward to trying it. Um, I like to be able to. This game seems like a game would be good um, on the Switch or, I guess, on a Steam Deck if you're if you're uh, lucky enough to have one of those. Um, it seems like kind of a low, a, a, a low intensity, a low, low graphics intensity game that'd be good uh, on the run. Like, do, do you get that vibe from it or? You think it's um yeah I, it's pretty much because it's a lot of reading yeah it's not like you're it's not action oriented so it makes it a lot i mean honestly it'd be perfect for mobile uh just your cell phone uh, for yeah. that for that matter i mean i know it's this is one of the, this is one of those games that i think is going to be like uh critics are going to love and then gamers might fall somewhere in the middle you know mm. you're either going to love it or hate it i think they kind of uh, that's just my hunch on that so far. I know some, I've seen some critics reviews just give it like outstanding, like just wonderful reviews. Um, but yeah, it's, I, it's, I don't know. It seems like it'd be fun. I, I see the, I see all the gears turning. I'm like, I'm, I'm like, Oh yeah, this is, if it falls into place, like I think it is, this is going to probably be really good. Probably. Right. It just takes a minute <laughs> uh, to get going. Okay. Well, that's cool, man. Um, I, I'm going to try to play it, uh, but there is a lot of other stuff. Uh, yeah, uh, well, I'm, I'm going to try to get at least a couple hours on it because I think it's going to be worth it to talk about it uh, for Game of the Year stuff. Sure. 
Yeah. So there was. I, one, I agree with you on that. There was one more game I think that uh, that you had on the list. Yeah, I've uh, I started playing a. Uh, I, it's an early access game. Uh, uh, Xbox calls it game preview, uh, but it's the uh, ghost lore is what it's called. Okay. And it's an action RPG, uh, kind of a isometric uh, 2D style and similar to Diablo or, uh, you know, like Bastion or something like that. It's just you have that, you know, angled camera. Uh, the art is kind of you know it's kind of like the older pixelated art style and you have a couple classes to pick from uh, and you're just murdering monsters and getting loot uh and like, like i came into this not really knowing too much about it and so i'm thinking it was mostly fantasy uh i ended up picking i think it was a sentinel which is just uh kind of like a hunter uh you know i had a bow and i one of my abilities is to like uh summon animal friends so I can either have like a murder of crows or I put my points into getting a panther. So I'm just I'm and then I just quickly upgraded my ability to get as many of them as I could. So I'm rolling around with like five of them uh, in my party. Cool. Kind of killed all like the difficulty in the game <laughs> as I'm hitting things with a bow and then my panthers just roll up and all them point blank. Super powered. Oh, what are you talking about, man? It's just rolling with the posse. Uh, just you and the boys. it's not a bad game uh i'm having a good time with it it's uh what i actually was surprised is when i went to the hub area uh their hub zone i'm pretty sure it's in singapore (laughs) and i was not expecting that because i like the main city portion they're like there's the singapore um i don't know lionfish that statue oh okay uh yeah it's like a lion head body of a mermaid like fish so like okay and so it has to do with like being in like Southeast Asia. I was like, oh, that's that's neat. Uh, and the kind of concept is you're going in from like, I don't know, this, the way the city looks kind of looks like maybe uh, early 1900s. You know, you have some cars, but they don't look like modern cars. And you have some older looking street lamps. Uh, but yeah, you're you're going around a modern setting, but then you end up fighting these spirits or whatever that cross over through portals into our world. And mm-hmm. you're just kind of clearing things, grabbing you know, loot and doing fetch quests. And I played enough of it to, to enjoy my time with it. I'm really curious about it though, because it's, it's touting uh, up to four player split screen, I thought. And okay, like that would be really cool to be able to play that with, uh, but it's only local co-op from what I've seen. I haven't seen uh, anything about online co-op. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, I mean, I remember playing Torchlight. I like that a lot. This unfortunately does not have as crisp art style as Torchlight does. Uh, that's one of the things I really liked about Torchlight. Um, the art style is all is it's just fine. The sound, the music, the background music is good. It's just uh, it's almost a little too pixely. I guess is the best way for me to put it. The, the map uh, detailing because it's it kind of hard. Get kind of muddy. Uh, it's it's the it's not as crisp as I'd like it to be, and also the terrain itself because the way the map is laid out is a little more jagged. Uh, you can easily get caught on terrain corners when you're doing like when you hug a map and you're clearing out a certain area because mm-hmm. you know sometimes you're going like oh go behind these trees and see if I can find any hidden items, and it's literally uh, me just being stuck on a uh, ninety degree right angle bend because my character isn't comfortably run- walking around it. Um, I was using a controller 
uh just you know an xbox controller for this and i it's one of those things that i think you need to take time to map it yourself because while the basic mapping was fine there was just a lot that was really janky about it um I would find myself firing my bow in the not the area the uh, direction I'm pointing my thumbstick in. Uh, uh. I I didn't like the fact that I don't know, just uh, it wasn't as responsive as I would like it to be. And for some reason, my brain I kept on trying to use my D pad for certain menu items or like uh, certain options, and then I'd just be pounding my my remedy potions or something like that. I'm like, oh shit, you know? Kind of overusing it. I just. Yeah, well, I mean, you get luckily they were pretty generous with it. So, like I said, the difficulty just really wasn't there. I think, um, and, but you know, this is also early access kind of game, so they have oh. plenty of time to polish it more. Uh, and they had quite a bit of it. You know, it's like I'm honestly, like I said, overall, despite me complaining about it, I still had a fun time. Uh, I think it's, I think if it has a story, then I would really like it. And they they kind of hint at a story and that when the characters talk there's a there's a still image of the um their portrait as they're talking i like i like the art style I'm like that looks fine so i'm kind of i'm hopeful i guess i'm optimistic about this i'm usually not a loot fr- fan uh that was my problem with diablo 3 it was just it was boring as hell in my opinion uh the the gameplay controller wise the, the the console adaptation was was awesome just the actual um moment to moment gameplay like there was no story and i just it couldn't i couldn't get motivated yeah i really like torchlight it looked good it had it was it was fun to play but just playing just to get loot i i can't get beyond that um at there's, least that's why when you there's got to be of, uh, there's got to be a story to hold like as the glue to hold the the whole thing together because you got to have a reason to go from one thing to the next at least, I mean, at least people, something people may thin, bash even. Borderlands, but I think Borderlands has had a had a great enough story for it was funny. It kept you interested enough. Uh, it may not have been always riveting, but still, it was it had enough threads to really motivate you from going to point A to point B. Yeah. Um, okay. So yeah, I mean, but no, Ghost Lore. I enjoyed my time with it. Uh, I I think the uh, controller needs to be remapped. Uh, I have not taken the time to look at my, what my optimum settings would be, but just out of the box, like it did the job. I just wish it did a better job. <laughs> and, but the, the game, it's the, the actual moment to moment gameplay seemed pretty cool. And they had quite a few different classes of people. Uh, I thought I read, I read somewhere that you're supposed to be a little multi-class as well, oh, wow. which I hadn't gotten far enough in that. So I'm like, that would be, uh, really opening. I think that'd be really neat to do. That would add um, a whole nother dimension of gameplay for sure. And then they have this whole sub, uh, like grid game of, uh, you get like ruins essentially. And you have the, you, you put in like a base ruin and then you, you, you're overlapping, uh, you're sliding other runes into that. Uh, it's like the suitcase scene from Resident Evil 4. You know, like, okay, you got to fit all these things in here and your space is limited. But as you level up, they start unlocking more spaces for you to ruin, uh, to slot your runes in. And you have, uh, uh, it's just like you're eventually be- and being able to get stronger. And yeah, they have all the right foundation. Uh, so I think this game will be, will be pretty solid. Um, just got to give it time. Yeah, so if if you're like I said, if you have Game Pass, for sure give it a shot. Uh, it's it didn't take that long to download, and so far it's been fun. I've only done a couple missions into it, uh, but 
I'm probably gonna play a bit of more a bit more of this because it's just like it was just really chill. Yeah. Cool. Very good. Um, so I think that's that was that was it for for the games you had. Um, so I finally got a chance to play Bayonetta three. Um, I played about six and a half hours of it, and from the looks of it, I, I don't want to know exactly how long it is to beat because I'm I'm okay with not knowing. So if you find out, don't tell me. But um, I, uh, from the looks of it, from the map, they kind of give you. It looks like I'm about a third of the way through. Um, not quite half of the way through, maybe, maybe even less than a third, but uh, that seems to be about where I'm at. Um, uh, Bayonetta three is a good game. Bayonetta three is for what I've played of it. It is, it is good. Um, you know, it's been eight years since the, since the last Bayonetta was released, uh, Bayonetta two came out in 2014 i could not believe that it had been that long but it it uh came out way back then um and um i recently beat bayonetta 2 i kind of rushed around and finally got that beaten um a couple weeks ago right before bayonetta 3 came out and uh that that, it was a good game i I really enjoyed it but you know you can you could kind of see um plenty of places where more money uh, would go a long way. Like they definitely had the bones of the, of the game in order and they had enough cutscenes and stuff like that. But there's a lot of um, still shot cutscenes where the camera is kind of moving over a still image, um, you know, sort of anime style and they're, and they're just voice acting, which was fine. Um, but the new Bayonetta, uh, but, but in Bayonetta three, all those, times where that would be the case they have fully animated uh scenes going on um that and like they've expanded the battle system uh the whole like the the gameplay system itself they've kind of taken a couple things away on that l button um and instead of doing instead of the l button doing kind of just one thing the l button instead uh like it used to just be like a power move just like a like a boom. Um, but now it kind of opens up a different kind of power move that sort of becomes its own set of, of rules and kind of its own game in and of itself. Um, which is really cool. Um, the, the, the characters are good still. Um, Enzo is, is still funny. Um, and, uh, gosh, I can't think of, I can't think of their names, but, uh, but, the, the the original characters are all still good. Um, there's a new character that's been introduced, and she is really annoying uh, for the most part. So um, I kind of see what they're trying to go for. They're going for like an 18-year-old girl um, that is very young and dumb um, and also important to the story. And, and and it's just like she's just like seventy percent bad and about thirty percent and that's probably being generous. Good, like just the the quality of the stuff that she does. It's just sort of it's like there's there's a lot of antics there. It's like okay, you want to add a new character, that's fine. But, when, but if you're gonna add a new character, you got to keep them on a short leash. They've got to do what 
they have to do and not really anything more. In the next game, if there's a Bayonetta 4, you can bring that character back and you can make that you can give them more leeway, but they're not really doing that with this one. Um, but it's fine because she's not in it too much. Um, Bayonetta herself uh, looks, looks a little different. Of course, it's probably, you know, with uh, upgrades and stuff, they probably had to, had to kind of do what they had to do with the model. uh, I'm sure. Um, But it's, it's fine, you know, like all the way around on on that point. Uh, The weapons are like, there's not as many weapons. I don't think I've only gotten, I think um, two main, there's the initial guns they give you. And then I've gotten a second, like big gun, which is, plays totally differently and is really cool that you can like that you've, you've got both of those, but I think they're going to give me at least two or three more pairs um, or sets of guns. Um, so that'll be cool to have. Um, but Bayonetta voice acting. Um, I think that it's probably about 10 to 15% worse. Um, not that that's really bad, but um, I forget this actor's name, J- Jennifer Hale. Is that right? Yeah. Uh, Jennifer Hale is great. She's fine. And if I'm not really thinking about it, I don't really even notice it, but, but for all of the strange things that Helena Taylor has done, um, and you know, rest in peace, her career in video games. Uh, but she she did have a little bit of that something about her voice is just um a little bit more bayonetta than Jennifer Hale and i really i really don't think that it's a matter of like getting used to it cuz Jennifer Hale is doing a fantastic job she's doing a a really good job but like just there's about like 10 15% of the time where you're just like Helena Helena Taylor would have would have put a little bit more realism in that, in that line. And it's, it's a bit of an intangible. Uh, I'm sure people would argue with me that I'm, that I'm just kind of like imagining it, but, but I think, I think it's there. Um, that being said, Jennifer Hale is doing a, a fine job. And if I don't like, just think about it too hard, um, then I don't even notice it, but, uh, the, the enemies are good. The story seems to be a bit, a bit more, have a little bit more um, oomph than the previous two. I understand a bit more of what is going on and what we're trying to do here. Uh, but uh, yeah, it's, it's good. I'm, I'm just amazed that like it can be, you know, eight years later. Um, that's probably the biggest thing is that you, you start this game and it, they really don't feel like they've missed a beat. It's, it's just straight back into that bayonetta wackiness. They don't really try to, like, a lot of times when you have things like this that have been on hiatus for so long, you'll have a game that that is like the old games, but it's not really a an advancement in 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 the series. It's like this bayonetta game feels like. Bayonetta, as you remember it, brought into 2022 with like all the upgrades and in game mechanics and how the, all that stuff works, 
with everything that made Bayonetta like work in the past and the story just being so, so wacky, like that they hit that. Like, it's like, it really does feel like Bayonetta two ended. And then three years later, this game came out and they just started working on the script. Like immediately it, it feels that way. Um, so I'm really proud of them for that overall. So far, I think this game is about an eight. Um, and that's not really saying that it's really making any mistakes. I kind of think that, um, I kind of think that Bayonetta is just, it would be really hard to make it a nine or a 10, um, with what Bayonetta is to me, but I think it's a solid eight so far. Um, and, uh, I'm looking forward to, to, uh, playing more of it. There's, there's one, there's one, um, part where they shift you uh, away from being from being Bayonetta and you're her friend and they totally change the style of the game up uh, to be a completely it's like a instead of being like in a 3D world you're in a 2D uh, kind of platforming scenario and you're kind of do, sneaking around as a spy and it's some of the same mechanics but not all the same and you're like weaker. You have different kind of stats and stuff, um, but you have different strengths as well. Uh, and that was a really cool touch. I, it looks like there's going to be uh, several more missions like that sprinkled throughout um, that uh, definitely break up the, the gameplay in a, in a good way. But yeah, I, I'm looking forward to playing more of it. I think, I think I might talk about it one more time on this cast. I don't know how much I'll have left to say. Uh, Cause I have said a lot already. Um, but I, uh, I'm I'm about to go on vacation, so I'm gonna take my switch and uh, try to play it um, a bunch, a bunch on vacation, or as much as I can. But yeah, it's it's good, it's good so far. All right. Uh, well, speaking of uh, voice actors that switched, um, I actually decided to watch uh, what I said I wouldn't watch, but I ended up watching season two of The Shield Hero. Uh, um. Yeah, yes. I found out they have it on Hulu, and it was an English dub. And currently, I'm. Uh, it was one of the few things that I hadn't watched, or I wasn't in the middle of watching with my wife. Um, and so, when I when I'm stuck on the sofa and my my little one, my youngest one is uh, taking a nap on me, I can't really do much else. So yeah, I I ended up powering through uh, the Shield Hero season two. So I think I got which, a, I think I got to about episode six of that. Um, so okay. I'm gonna, I mean, I'm gonna spoil that up to this point. So if if you're really into the Shield Hero season two, we're gonna, I'm gonna spoil this some of some stuff a little bit just to kind of get the conversation going. Um, so this is your warning. So what 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 where I left off, they had killed the turtle, and then gone inside of it, and then they met somebody inside of it, and they were having a race with them and they tricked and that guy went one way and they went the other and he, they thought they were going to lose, but they were actually, they actually ended up going to the right spot. And that is pretty much what I remember. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. It's, um, so I feel like they, I don't know. It's like a weird side story. This whole, the whole bit, like, I feel like they have no idea what, like we need to make filler because 
it felt like very forced and contrived. Like Which we don't part? really know what we're gonna do. The main story is kind of not. It's the main story is kind of garbage. So let's try to do something else to occupy your time and make you forget about this. And we need to make these people like level up in a certain way. So that's kind of how it was. It's like they they did the turtle bit. Uh, after shortly after where you are in the next episode or two, uh, they end up getting in this isekai they get isekai again um so they they get sent sent to a um so the other team that they're racing against um they were actually people heroes from a different world that were trying to mess up and mess uh the uh main guys up in the end of season one yeah uh they're like yeah we have to we have to help the help uh the waves so if you guys die then we'll be safe or something and the whole villain like mastermind is just he was just stupid <laughs> uh, is that, are you talking about the pope uh no no oh, the, the pope was much the pope was better in season one than than this turd in season two uh, he's um this guy the guy in season two he's like he was the one who who originally aggravated the turtle to wake up and they chase after him he's some guy with glasses and he's part of the he's yeah. a different type of the, instead of having the four heroes they have like the seven heroes or something because they all have weapons like holy they have special weapons that essentially make them uh the weapons choose them and therefore that's what they are okay uh but yeah so the first like they follow him into this other area and then the next thing you know they're uh in a old style japan setting uh so like a feudal japan kind of land where all the buildings are look like that and uh yeah, it's just uh, Rough Talia turns into a Tanuki, essentially, or more or less. Uh, she has like Tanuki ears and tail, kind of. Uh, and as opposed uh, to her, Philo, Philo doesn't have a, her chocobo like that bird. Her bird version it doesn't exist in that world, so she turns into like a a smaller singing bird, you know, that can fly. So they can sell more so, toys. Yeah. Yeah, so like you know, you're like they adapt to their settings because like since they don't exist in that world, yeah, um, yeah, it's just so, it was just so, kind of meh. yeah. So like that's kind of why I bounced off of it because you know season... I told you I told you before you even started season one. I'm like, dude, it's not worth it. And then here I am watching season two. <laughs> Fucking hypocrite. Uh, season one, at least at the start of it, had a really good kind of promise um it was it was different than um than a lot of other like shonen type stuff i mean it's still kind of similar but like him being so weak and not being able to like fight like like exactly you know be a be like an offensive powerhouse and having to think and stuff like that, that all that stuff was really interesting and then slowly season one sort of it devolved and sort of just started spinning its wheels and and then in season two, I was just like, this is just going to continue. Um, he's not even trying to get, I feel like he wasn't even trying to get home anymore. Like he wasn't even, it, it just like the, it just felt like another guy in like another guy in that fantasy world. He's not like a dude from our yeah. world trying to it, make it in that world. It always bothered me that the, the, 
uh, I don't know, that the four heroes all look at themselves as like, I am all, I am the main hero, and then we're never going to work together. Oh, yeah, and we're, we all get along, but because you're the shield hero, we're just all going to dump on you. And it, shield, it, yeah. there was no, especially after the, 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 the events of season one and stuff like that, you're like, you know, like, no, we're too butthurt because our pride got damaged because you're strong, you're better than us, and now we have to hate you out of principle. Uh, I don't know, it's just... The, yeah, the it, story just goes where, like, they're just steering it where it's easiest to animate for and to stretch He has out. to be alone is what it is, is. He's not allowed to have friends, and he's not allowed to have... He can only have his um Reptilia. his harem companions, yeah. Yeah, so. and that, that in it is just a freaking harem... Um, with like that it's it's irritating uh so that's why that's why i dropped it and uh i'm sorry that uh i was thinking about maybe trying to jump back in on it um whenever you were like oh i watched all of season two i was like well maybe i can finish it up because i don't know how many more episodes there are up there totally not worth it man and and then it's wide open for season three and i hope that never comes out um yeah just it was like I said. It was there. Netflix. I'm like, you know what? It's it's really easy to watch this. Why not? We can only and, hope. We can only hope. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, uh, it's that one totally not worth your time. So PSA, like, just don't watch it. Uh, <laughs> All right. Do you wanna do you wanna do uh, some more of yours or do you wanna do mine? Oh uh, well. Um, is uh, no. We'll we'll. I'll let you. Uh, you got a big one. So I mean. You you made big steps on this one. Yeah, I did. So I completed up to how much they've released of Attack on Titan, eighty seven episodes. Um, I did not realize because I didn't want it spoiled for me, but I did not realize that Attack on Titan is not actually done yet. I thought that it had gone through its two parts and that it was done. So I was watching up to about, you know, 80, 82, 84, somewhere in there. And I was like, if this ends in the next three episodes, it's going to suck really bad. Like they're not, there's no way they're going to end this well. Um, So as it gets up to like episode 87 and finishes, I was like, okay, there's going to definitely be another, another part. Um, so there's going to be a part three of of Attack on Titan. Um, I think they're on episode, they did 16 episodes of this final season and uh, so far, and they're probably going to do, what, eight more, I guess, to make it an even uh, 24. So it's a full normalized season. Anyway, um, I'm fucking tired of the show, man. Like... It's it's good. It's it's well made. The ideas are the ideas that were introduced, uh, especially in the first season, and then kind of throughout, are good. They're like really good ideas. Um, but the story, while it's it's okay, the, the most of the characters are really good, but the story itself, I I kind of feel like it's it's sort of all over the place. It's like dragging you around so that you don't guess what's going to happen next and filling with surprises. Um, I hated Aaron. I really did. The main character you're supposed to, 
Like, I can see why so many people went to Levi because they're like, he is at least a little bit better than Aaron because he's just, uh, so I just, Aaron, it was Aaron is, Aaron is shit, is horse shit for the first two seasons for sure. And in season three, he kind of, he kind of becomes like aware of not being a complete idiot and does some pretty decent stuff. And they really just barely get him to a workable point to make season four make sense because season four. Yeah. Sorry for spoilers. If you haven't watched Attack on Titan, but season four, he, uh, he's badass. Like starting out, it's like, okay, this is the Aaron that we always wanted. The guy that's like fucking going into the foreign city and fucking shit up and fighting these people in their home, in their home territory. Who's got a plan. Who's like cut his own leg off and lived as a, as a, as a ex war veteran, uh, in order to figure out what's going on over there. That there's a lot of cool stuff with that. And then, and, and, you know, they kind of, they kind of hold that and it, it, it's okay. He's definitely better than he was. He definitely, He's definitely better than he was in those first. I seasons. I gave up. Uh, I do love the I do love the big reveal though, like season two or whatever, when they finally, when you find out who who the guy like who the Titans were, like broke the wall and all that, and they're like, and it's just literally a panning camera shot. The entire group goes left, and a couple of people stay behind on the right, and they're like, yeah, it's us. And you're like, and then you're like, just and the camera just keeps on going. You're like, and my wife and I are like, wait, what? <laughs> Did they just like was is that just how they re- did, we heard that right right we rewound it yeah that's totally it they just nonchalantly yeah dude it's us <laughs> like well they you know. they kind of they kind of alluded to Reiner at least because a little because the night before uh, they did that Reiner made some weird moves um, with uh, one one of the other ones that, like. He like wouldn't let go of somebody, and you and I was like, well, Reiner is definitely something, and they were they they kind they kind of alluded to it, but yeah, I do remember. In my brain, I thought it was Pixis. I thought I thought Pixis, the uh, the old man, was gonna be the the giant one. Oh um, yeah. When, before it came out, because I'm like, they had some, they were similar in look than, because a lot of my friends were like, oh no, dude, you can totally tell it was those two guys because of the way they look. Like, no, you couldn't. Okay, like you yeah. like you that that's a lie you are lying <laughs> like it's I just mean, like you, you probably said you could you figured out the end of um the sixth sense before it happened too uh, like but that's a lie like right like reiner looks kind of you know pretty similar yeah pretty similar but you know in your first watching the show i guess after annie comes out as being as being one you could start to put and you're really watching and and going back you could put two and two together on that, but you hadn't seen Reiner, you know, in a long time. So, or at least his Titan in a long time. And he wasn't really that important of a character. So that'd be pretty hard. You'd have to be watching and paying pretty close attention, but what's his name? Bertholdt. That's kind of a weird name. I, 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 he looked nothing like his Titan. Remember he looked terrible names normally. Yeah. But like he looked nothing like his Titan. He, he, his Titan is just a big bald dude and he had hair and their faces were totally different. It, you couldn't, you definitely couldn't tell that he was the, uh, the giant, the big, big, 
big giant Titan. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Like I, I'm, I'm definitely going to watch it, you know, when it comes out again, but it's, it's good. I, I shouldn't shit on it so hard because it is, it is a good show. It's doing a lot of things right, but daggum, I'm just tired of it. I just, I, I like to, I burnt out when they kidnapped, um, uh, Aaron and I, was that before? Yeah. Was it, and then did, was that before or after he started doing Titan form? I can't even remember anymore. But they're like, they, you know, they were just like, come on, buddy, you can do it. And I'm like, I just don't care. He was just like, stupid. Like, he just did mm-hmm. stupid things. And he was such a, like, whiny brat. And it's like, why is this guy? And I guess he he's not I'm really not, the I'm not actually a big fan of a lot of those characters, to be honest. They're just all. Hey, guess what? Uh, all the best characters have black hair. <laughs> Mikasa, uh, Levi. And Loki, the or and and like the the Loki, like best character is the cart, like uh the 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 cart Titan, I forget her name, the 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 actual girl that that pilots it, but but the cart Titan has a really cool like like weird voice, um and the cart Titan always does the right thing, it it does it's not the most powerful, but the cart Titan is smart. It always like does the tactically correct move for the situation. It may not always be the best situation that it's in, but it always does the right thing. And I'm like, dang, that is such a cool character that it's just, just like this is a situation and it just does. Okay. You would run away now because you're out, like you're outgunned or you would sacrifice yourself because that's the only thing that you have left to do in order to like achieve your goal. Um, but yeah. So no, Mikasa was, she was always a fan favorite. Um, you know, I think I had a, I bought a can of coffee and it came with your choice of like lanyard pendants. And so I got one, I hug it on my backpack as my like low key, like, so, like in the beginning of that. And I got quite like a lot of people pointed that out in the middle of nowhere. I'd be like, just at a checkout line. And then the reg- person behind the register would like, like, Ina, you know, like Mikasa. I'm like, like, yeah, cool, cool. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I like I forget I even have it on there and they'll make a comment. I'm like and then look I'm like, oh yeah, yeah. Totally forgot that was there. Mikasa song, yeah. Yeah. Oh, uh, she was you know, her her, her love for Aaron was just that was the one thing that just ruined her character because <laughs> she was like one like just that beating that drum to the end of time and she was uh, she, she's OP and and so is Levi. And they're both really they're both really cool characters and they're just they're sparingly used. They're like they're only when they have a chance to be cool or say something cool, that's when they use them. And everybody else they use to just like spray dumb <laughs> dumb shit that they're doing. Anyway, I'm done talking about Attack on Titan. It's okay. Uh what Thanks. else have you watched? <laughs> <laughs> oh man. I just remember when Aaron got his, like, when he first gets eaten, and you're like, oh, man, did they just do that? And I was hoping that, like, that would have been much more, that would have been way more interesting if they just carried on the series without him. Just, that's it. That would have been a bold <laughs> you move. thought the main character was. They are no longer there. That would have been um, bold, for sure. <laughs> okay. Uh, I've, um, okay, so I started watching uh, a comedy uh, called Bochi the Rock, and it's a uh <laughs> yeah it's it's about a girl who is an introvert 
and in middle school i think it's supposed to be in middle school she wants to she kind of wants to make friends and she doesn't know how to she sees a a band that talks about how they were a bunch of nobodies uh and now that they're super popular but it was the band that helped bring them together and helped make them kind of uh stand out and so she's like oh dad you have your guitar uh can i can i use it and so it shows her trying to practice learning how to play guitar and then it fast forwards three years and she's done with middle school and she's still like in that room by herself uh but now she plays really well uh and it's it's her it's her making friends and joining a band uh but still being super super introverted uh and it's really funny because it's uh they they draw her with the most like shinchan at like squiggly drawings when she starts freaking out she doesn't know doesn't know how to handle a situation so she just her art style goes to shit she's just like melting down in the middle of a conversation her eyes start looking both ways like a chameleon and it's just it's pretty funny uh it, it makes me feel it reminds me of kind of the awkwardness of the main girl from um uh uh watamote which is um in the english name was like uh something like it's not my fault or um, i like i don't have any friends or it's not my fault i'm not popular and that one was critically acclaimed for being just really awkward as well uh because it almost hit too close to home uh it's just like uh yeah if you want to watch a good cringe comedy that's um that watamote is a good one but you know bochi the rock it's solid. I like it. Uh, it's the music is okay, um, but yeah, it's just uh, it's kind of like a if you like any type of one of those music, you know, girls playing a band like Kaon or something like that. It's kind of in the same vibe. You know, granted, Kaon's uh, much more lighthearted and it's just a slice of life thing. Uh, but this is it looks good. It sounds all right, and I'm probably gonna watch more of it. It's all this one's only uh, currently subtitled. So, but it was interesting enough and funny enough for me to continue watching this uh, slash reading this. So, you know, as much as I state here that I usually do uh, dub, uh, this is one I'm going through subbed. So, I'm glad that you have dipped your toe back in the uh, the sub the, the 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 sub pool for a little while. Oh, uh, I do it. I just I, the the stuff I end up watching. It depends if it's worth actually mentioning here or not. Because uh, yeah. there's a couple of them. Well, like em, em, the Emissary Shadows is the other one I've been doing. You know, which I've mentioned before, and that one's still really solid. So, um, the last thing I've been watching was um, I finished the uh, the first half of uh, Summertime Rendering, and that one is I'm, that's all they have in English so far. Uh, I'm not sure when they're finishing the second half but in japanese it's i, I believe it's already uh, all finished it's like 20 it's like the 24 episode arc um they've only done like 13 episodes in english so far so this one's uh really weird because it has uh, right from the jump uh the moment i started watching it i realized what this looks like um like within the first minutes i'm like just a really quick glimpse guys on a boat ferry boat and he's talking to somebody who's in a swimsuit uh and they have some weird artifacting going on like some weird glitchiness and it was just like i have no idea what's going on but within the first minute i'm like okay this is going to be some sort of weird creepiness and it's going to be some sort of time travel something or something along those lines 
and I pretty much hit the, those nails on the head. Um, there's a few anime that I've seen that like take place on an island, and then of course that's a good you know you're isolated, so why not have weird, creepy stuff going on? Um, or you know yeah. anywhere like in the middle mountains or something like that. It's always kind of some kind here. of seclusion in order to have the mystery, or else yeah, yeah. yeah. And so you know uh, this one kind of had that um i think it was it's front wings island uh is a, was another anime that had to do with uh some like a weird time like timeline and time travel uh it so it kind of it, it reminded me of that it reminded me of a little bit of air which was also uh like that was like an early key animation the guys who do clonod um it was a you know that it was a weird one and then uh you know you know was also another parallel world slash time jump type of thing and just all over the place but yeah this this is seems like a normal kind of bit but like they quickly say hey i'm here visiting after a couple of years uh i'm in tokyo for high school but my friend died so i am coming back to my home island and instantly like uh certain red flags are coming up like okay yep this is most definitely going to be a time like time thing because they're just going to change they're going to change this and this and this you can kind of see it coming um but yeah then you realize there's a huge murder mystery involved some weird monsters that are there um it's kind of the um kind of like a body snatchers type of situation where it's hard to tell friend from foe and that's half the mystery uh but they go hard and fast into this and it's nice they're not spending the entire time twiddling their thumbs they're kind of they're pushing it kind of far and i like it it's you know i liked enough to power through like the the first 13 episodes in a couple days uh i i've heard about this anime i didn't know anything about it but i just have heard summertime rendering good like I, i don't i don't know why i have that connection in my mind but um but but i do so so I mean, it kind of makes sense that you would be able to go through it um, and enjoy it enough to 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 kind of binge it a bit. But it's, is it like well acted and like the it has like well it has a kind of at the beginning it's suspenseful. So okay. I would recommend if, if uh, kind of the way the anime erased has that kind of suspense to it. I highly recommend that one too. That one's really up on my list. It's that one also has some time way. travel elements involved. They made a live action one too on uh on Netflix. Haven't seen it though. Uh which which seemed to have pretty solid English voice acting, uh or dub for uh erased. Um so no, uh honestly this uh the animation quality is really well done. It has uh you know, the storyline is interesting and it's uh it makes you really interested to see how it plays out. Uh yeah, like I said, I just finished episode 13, and I don't know when the next half is coming out yet, but it's being brought out by, like, Disney+. Plus. Disney+, Plus has started bringing out certain anime, but it's not... This is where it's weird. From everything I've seen, Disney+, Plus is bringing this out, but I don't think they're necessarily bringing it out here in the U.S. under their Disney+, Plus banner. So... It's not like you know you log on to Disney Plus and it's not there. There's not like a new, not a new anime catalog, you know, next to like The Simpsons or anything like that. So, think, but they're bringing this and they brought over a handful of other anime already. Uh, do you think that they're like, bringing it into like anime? Uh, sorry, 
bringing it onto a Disney Plus in Japan, like they're paying. That's what I was assuming. I was assuming that they're they're somehow backing it, like, okay. and they're bringing you know, like they're funding it that way. Uh, but honestly, I'm I'm just watching it off of third party channels um, because that's what I do, and I have no shame on You're that. You're an old school anime <laughs> fan. <laughs> I've I've paid my blood money to for my I, for my VHS and my DVD collection, um, so yes, I it's you know I pay my dues, and if it's something that's really good, eventually I'll end up owning it. Like I'll own a physical copy later, uh, but this one seems to be really good. Uh, I, you know, if you like a murder mystery, if you like anything weird, creepy, suspenseful, uh, totally right up there. Um, yeah, I, I I really uh if you like anything just remotely like that. This is it's a little bit a uh, little bit gory from time to time. Um nothing like too grotesque, just uh you know, but also, you know, it's it I don't know, there's some shock value in there. Um but you know, so That's so cool. if you can't handle that, then I recommend don't watching it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. Uh yeah, I mean uh that's that's cool though. Like so it's like rated like uh TV 14 or whatever. Oh yeah. Like I said, and I honestly say it's, it's, I would recommend people to watch that one. Like I rarely be like, go out and watch this one, but like, no man, it's, if any of those things sound up your alley, take the time, give it a watch. You know, you can do it, you know, Japanese or in English. Um, the Japanese is completely finished. Uh, or at least to the best of my knowledge, it should be. So I'm like, I'm just resisting the urge to going out and doing that. But I might actually end up rewatching it again because my spouse hasn't seen this, and like she'd probably be interested in it. That's what I did with Erased. I watched all of Erased by myself and went, "Okay, this is good enough." And I rewatched it again with my wife. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, this is... yeah. You were telling me to watch Erased, and I, I, I want to get to it, but but uh, there's a lot of other stuff to get to. So much anime, so little time. So much anime, so little time. Um, all right, so. That's cool, man. Um, I I don't have anything else on anime to talk about or games. Uh, do you have anything else you'd like to bring to the table? Uh, no, that's it. There's probably something else, but my brain just is not working right now. So uh, I'll leave it at that. Uh, but yeah, I guess for everyone else, uh, I hope you, you know everyone has a good uh, Thanksgiving holiday. You know, whether you're working or not, I hope you're able to make the best of it. Um, yeah, it's you know. More or less, just a good excuse to get some food in you. And uh, yeah, happy birthday to anyone else whose birthdays are, are in around this time frame. Yeah, and uh, this, uh, you know, this past uh, last Friday was Veterans Day. Uh, if I'm I'm correct on in that, right? 11-11? 11-11. Um, America celebrates Veterans Day. Armistice Day. Uh, most of the world is Armistice Day, except for China is Singles Day because it's one 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 one, and all you're only lonely. Uh, um, that's, and that's then four to the me. Hallmark, that's whatever. <laughs> so the Hallmark uh, holiday for Korea and Japan is Pokey or Pepero Day because it's those pretzel sticks with chocolate on them. And so they're like, instead of celebrating Armistice Day, let's celebrate selling chocolate. You know. Anyway, so. uh, chocolate's good too. Uh, but uh, it was Veterans Day. Just want to uh, say thank you to all those veterans that uh, served. Uh, very appreciative for uh, your work and your sacrifice. And um, uh, yeah, just want to say thank you. Um, but. Uh, 
Give them chocolate. Give them, I'll give you chocolate. Next year. <laughs> Next, sometime, sometime, I'll give you chocolate. You already got my tax money. You're fine. Uh, but uh, sincerely, I really do appreciate that. And um, yeah, that's one of, the, one of the many things I'm thankful for. And uh, I'll be coming up on Thanksgiving. So just want to wish everybody a happy Thanksgiving or whatever, whatever uh, family time you're going to get into. Um, it's going to be great. Yep, enjoy some good eats. Thanks for all staying and watching, and yeah, till next time. All right, we'll check you later. Bye. Take it easy, man. Sometimes I panic, and I have to double check that I definitely hit record. And though I know I did, I just double check. So where should we get? All right, are you ready to get started? Yeah, I'm just seeing where my hands are in this cap- caption here. Um, yeah, just. That's that's it. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs>